Welcome to the Weird Works Podcast. I'm Dr. Christy, your host. Join us for conversations about alternative and sometimes controversial healthcare topics. This podcast will provide the evidence that you need in order to make informed decisions about your health, to empower you with the facts that you need to advocate for your health, and to encourage you that there is hope your body heals. Join us from experts from all things weird, as well as the testimonies of people with stories of radical healing who were once told that perhaps their condition was a death sentence, that they would just need to live with it, or that drugs and invasive surgery were the only answer. Let's get into agreement that if there is something natural and non-invasive that could be helpful, that it could be your first option rather than your last resort. Hi, everybody. We have another awesome episode in our breast health series for October, leading up to our breast awareness health fair coming up on October 29th. And so we're going to give you more information about that and put a link at the show notes for you guys. Um, Today, I have Jackie Kent with me, and she's here to tell her own story of breast implant illness. Um, But Jackie is a mom of three grown children, and she's been married for 28 years, so kudos for that. That's no small feat whatsoever. Um, And she's always been an advocate of good health and fitness, and so she's a certified personal trainer and an online fitness coach. She enjoys traveling and boating with her family, and she stays very active in her community with tennis and pickleball. So welcome to the show, Jackie. Thank you, Christy. Thanks for having me. You're so welcome. So we're focusing this year, not just on breast cancer, but on breast health in general, because this topic of breast implant illness has gotten, it's been become newly um, awareness, I would say, of it, and more women are starting to recognize that maybe some of their hidden health conditions are related to their implants. And I would say, you know, it's important for us to bring truth and kind of highlight people's stories because we have women kind of all over on the spectrum, like maybe they're considering getting implants and they're hearing some stuff about BII and they're like, whoa, maybe that's not a great idea. Um, We have women who have implants listening, who are starting to put together like some of their chronic illness and maybe things that they haven't gotten awesome medical answers and wondering, curious if their implants could be the cause of it. Um, And then we do have women who are considering explant and have already started that journey and research. And then women who have gone the full journey, like yourself, Jackie, who have done the explant and are feeling amazingly better, like sometimes almost instantaneously. And so I don't think people want to hear it from me. They want to hear from women who have made that decision. It's not a small decision to make, is it? No, scary because <laughs> you don't yeah. know really. <laughs> yeah. Like you're hopeful that this is the solution and the cause of everything and you're going to get a result, but it's like a big change emotionally, big change. physically, yeah. all of it, right? I had implants for half my life, 25 years. So it's a big yeah. change. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, why don't you just kind of tell us your story? Like, how did you find out about BII? What was going on that made you, you know, start researching and going down this journey? What's your story? Okay. Um, well, I started off with my, get, got my implants after my first child 25 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought they were lifetime devices. I thought they were sailing, so they have to be safe, right? Right. <laughs> I mean, I had no idea it would cause problems it caused. So um, I'm going to go go back three years from now and tell you what happened, how I really came up with the whole um, solution. I had serious rashes and hives. I had them on my armpits, my shoulders, my chest, my forearms. I mean, I was just covered. Even in my legs and my face was covered with hives. 
Um, I went to allergist, dermatologist, rheumatologist. Um, they just spun me in circles. I mean, they were putting me on prescription antibiotics, steroid creams, and nothing was helping. They had me, um, I was eliminating things from my diet. I was eliminating my household products and using all natural skincare products and makeups. And it just kept getting worse and worse. And I couldn't figure out what was going on. So um, I decided to, I guess my friend actually brought me to you first about a year ago. And I started talking to you about how to you know, detox and all that stuff. And then about the same time, another friend of mine said, Hey, have you ever heard of breast implant illness? And I was like, what the heck is that? Right. And I never heard of it at all ever. It never crossed my mind. So, um, cause she had the same symptoms I was having very similar symptoms and going through the same kind of thing. So I started researching it, went down the rabbit hole of, oh my gosh, it's stuff all over the internet that I never saw before, which was crazy. Um, so I, you know, I never thought my implants would be the problem of everything that was, I was having not to go back what happened when I had my implants put in, I never really put two and two together, but I had, um, my timeline after I had put in, I had allergies, nail infections, fatigue, severe fatigue hair loss, food sensitivities, brain fog, body aches, chronic strep throat that led to a tonsillectomy. Um, I was allergic to alcohol, which like, what the heck? <laughs> um, sensitive to, very sensitive to smoke, lots of pain and pressure in my chest. And every time I went to the doctor, like, no, it's just your imagination and nothing's going on. So, you know, I was just blamed it on being older, even though I was still in my twenties, they blamed it on me being a mom of three kids and, and being older, but I couldn't figure out what's going on at that time. It was very strange. <laughs> That's a lot though, right? Like that's like full body symptoms. So what I know from being an alternative medicine doctor is that that doesn't bode well in traditional medicine, right? Like if it's not an A plus B equals C thing, typically it's really hard to get answers. And that's unfortunately, like you said, you get poked and prodded and sent all around and well, let's look at this body part. And then this person looks at that body part. So it's not easy to get an answer, is it? No, there's no answers at all. No one ever, especially the implants being a problem ever until six months ago. Right. Well, and also I think even when people suspect it, there takes a admission, you know, like if you suspected breast implant illness and you went to the, you know, the doctor who gave you the implants in the first place, they would have to admit that there's a problem there or a correlation. And I think like a lot of doctors don't yet realize the the issues that women are having or don't follow their patients 25 years later. Um, In that 25 years, did you have another set? Like, did you have a first set and then have a replacement set? I had a new set put in after, after seven years, just to increase size a little bit. Nothing was wrong with them at all. Okay. I, I assume since, you know, they're, they're, they weren't leaky and they weren't, there was no, um, capsule contracture that they were fine. And I would just keep them forever from then on. Yeah. And exactly. I was going to ask you that. Um, so we had an expert who is on series one, like episode one of the series, um, Danielle Valores, and she was teaching us the science about what they're made and um, you know if they're a series one, two, or three, depending on what year they were made. And the more the, the more recent that you have a set, even though they're more lifelike and realistic and pliable, they're not as hard as the original sets. Those have a higher tendency to leak even though women are being told they're safer, they're actually not safer. And she said a hundred percent of these type of implants actually fail. Mm-hmm. I believe it. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. So it's insane. Okay. So then 
were you, what was your education? So when you got the implants, like what was the discussion with the doctor? We know that you weren't told that they are not meant to be lifetime devices. Were you taught about how to examine for possible rupture or leakage? No, I, I know they mentioned replacement every 10 to 20 years, but it was assumed, I guess, upon, maybe that's my fault, but if with rupture or leakage or um, pain. So I assumed that they'd be good forever. <laughs> There's no problems with them. Yeah, no, and no, I, no, no, on how to examine them or anything. I, I had my regular uh, mammograms and breast exams and everything was fine. And I thought they were fine. Yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of women are under the false impression also like if they're rupturing or leaking that they're going to feel some kind of bump or lump or something in the lymph node. Like they're kind of just thinking about just the general localized area of the implant. They're not thinking about your skin or joint aches or brain fog or sleep mm -hmm. issues or mood disturbances. They're just thinking it's just going to be a localized reaction, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so then did you know now or have you found out since your explant that they now have a black box warning on them? Yes, and that, that is really good news, but I'm just still worried that it's not going to be enough to get women who are young and naive to actually read all the, you know, check off all the boxes and read what can really happen besides yeah. just physical appearance. Well, what so was brought to my attention by Daniel Valores in the first interview was that that's on the box that the implants come in. Did yeah. you see the box that no. they came in? You no. don't go order them or buy them off of a shelf yeah. and then get them in a nice neat package. The doctor yeah. is the only one that sees the box. Exactly. And they're not going to want to tell you to watch out for this because they'll be scared to have the surgery. So yeah. yeah. And so you do have to look it up online and it is publicized. Um, in the first episode, I did put a link so that you guys can go back and read this black box warning. It is an advancement. It is an improvement for sure, but it's not getting into the hands of women. It's supposed to also go along with a checklist of, of education. The doctor is supposed to go through the risks and warnings. And so we don't know if that's now being done. Obviously, everybody that I've interviewed was had implants prior to the black box warning. So they didn't get the opportunity to get the survey and the questions and to read those warnings. Yeah, I'm wondering what they have right now, what really goes on now. <laughs> yeah, we don't know. And that's why we're bringing more stories on the show to have like real life scenarios so that you're not just having to kind of, you know, like you, how many years did you have to research this on your own? We're trying to get fast track people's like education. Yeah. 25 years of researching this on my own, not knowing what I thought this was my mind. <laughs> yeah, you do start to think that nobody sick. believes you. Yeah. Yeah. And I was always so healthy up until I had my implants put in. So, and then my health just, it wasn't like a major change, just low things happened year after year. So it's just weird. Right. It'd be easier, right? Like if you were experiencing optimal health, you had the implants and then you had like an immediate decline of health, like it'd be easier to kind of paint a mm -hmm. timeline and know what was the reasoning, but that's not how it goes. It's cumulative right. and everybody's experience is unique. Yeah. And I have heard what you said too. People have had them put in just five years ago are having the major symptoms show up faster now than they were when I had them put in. Yeah, because they'll sure. tell you it's saline. The inside is saline, but the external shell of every implant is still silicone. And it's the silicone and the plastics that are leaching out into the body, causing this toxic reaction. Yeah, and never, I don't know why I never thought about the outside of the implant before. Yeah. Being silicone, it's crazy. Now, when you had your explant, did they talk about like capsulitis or cysts or any infected tissue surrounding the capsule? 
I didn't personally have anything that he saw, but he did remove all the capsules surrounding it though. I insisted on having everything removed. Get, that's where all the toxins stay in the in the capsules. So yeah. it all had to come out. <laughs> and that's part of the research that I wanted to make sure that women know too, because if you get to this point where you've done your research, you recognize your health decline is related to your implants and then make the leap of faith to have the surgery. It's a big decision, but it's also important then that you know how to find the doctor for you because there are doctors, this is really super scary to me, but there are doctors who are removing the implant and then trying to rebuild breast tissue with this diseased tissue that's left behind. And it's, the women are not going to get an improvement of health from that. Yeah, I had a friend just do that. I won't say her name, but she didn't have any kind of implant issues, but she wanted to just get rid of them. But she, the doctor kept the capsules in and just rebuilt the tissue to make them a better size for her. So just scary. Yeah. It is scary. Yeah. And there's, there's doctors, we'll put a list. There's a good link of doctors that are certified in this like safe removal and know how to remove the capsule. And some of the um, surgeons that are on that list are teaching other doctors how to do it responsibly and not leave the capsule and the disease tissue behind. Great. So you were really fortunate. And I do believe it's because you were otherwise healthy and doing a lot of right things for your health that maybe it took 25 years for the symptoms to start to catch up for you and kind of come to literally come to the surface because it was on your skin. Yes, right. Exactly. I agree. <laughs> yeah. And I think that all the good things that you've done for yourself also helped you post-surgery to recover as quickly as possible and help your body like remove some of the toxins as well. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Um, do you want to mention the doctor that you went to, or we can put their yes. information? It's Dr. Weiss in Orange Park, Florida. And I okay. he rec was recommended highly from some of my friends who have gone to him. And I just had a great feeling when I sat down and talked to him and talked to his staff. And I was very comfortable with what he believed in it. And he believed, I would go to a doctor that definitely believes in BII. Yeah. He does put implants in too. Some people say don't go to a doctor that puts implants in also, but he does both. You know, okay. but, um, he believes in it. It believes it's possible to happen. So Okay. Yeah. You don't want a doctor that like thinks you're making it up or isn't going to no, advocate no. for you and your choices. Yeah. So here's a question for you. What would you say to a woman who is going to go through with this explant surgery and then they're going to get another set put in? I would say just do your research first. I mean, I found a lot of things out my, on my, by myself on Facebook groups. I joined, actually, I'll, if you want to post a link to that too, um, okay. let me get the exact name of it. It's called, um, Okay, I have to post a link. To, I can't remember. Some Chris, it's um, breast implant illness rejuvenation by Christina. I think it's called. I'll get the links for you. But um, yeah, I found a lot of information out from her and her group and members in it. They're just people just like me going through the same thing. I just messaged them. They messaged me back and forth, and I saw their posts and their before and afters, and um, just you know, talk to people, research what's going on before you do anything too quick, especially replacing the implants. Even my husband thought you can just pop them out and put new ones back in. I'm like, oh no, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> Yeah. And you're only going to get the new class of them that are the softer ones that are more dangerous and have a hundred percent failure rate. Exactly. Um, Daniel Valores had said that like they really like within five to seven years, you really need to have a specialized MRI, which most facilities don't do. There's like one doctor who's now teaching the specialized MRI that can see behind it to see if there's granulomas and capsulitis starting. And he's like, and if you see that, they absolutely are leaking and you have to have them taken out. Oh, wow. 
And that's like five to seven years. So maybe we'll see in our lifetime that if women are going to continue to have these, that at least that they're told they're only a five to seven year lifespan and you need to have special imaging, not traditional MRI or mammograms to visualize yes. it. And one more thing too, if I was warned ahead of time about my mammogram, how painful it would be with implants, I probably throw it in. Change my mind too. I, you know, they have to they have to do double the images in different ways. It's like very uncomfortable. So with, yeah. with uh, implants in, right? And they'll a lot of breast health experts will tell you like you can't visualize all of the tissue to no. rule out cancers and other breast diseases if you yeah. have implants. So. This is Dr. Christy Harvell. In honor of Breast Cancer Awareness Month, we are hosting a very special event. If you are local to the Jacksonville, Florida or surrounding area, we encourage you to grab a girlfriend and join us for our sixth annual Breast Cancer Awareness Health Fair right at our Wellness Center, Health by Design. The first 40 people to register will get a swag bag full of samples and freebies. And we'll start the event out at 10 o'clock with my personal story, as well as some life-saving information that I feel all women should hear. And that will be followed by a full-on vendor event. Some of the highlights that you can expect include thermography, free health screenings, muscle testing demonstrations, toxin-free skincare, and so much more. Please join us for an educational, fun, and life-changing event on October 29th from 10 to 2 o'clock at our Health by Design Wellness Center on Southside Boulevard. You can register on our website at healthbydesignfl.com or you can go to the Health by Design FL Facebook page. I can't wait to see you and your friends and family members there. Okay, so then did you do work? I know the answer to this, but I'm asking you so that you can say it. <laughs> we helped her with some of this ourselves, but did you do, what other work did you do as far as reduction of mold or toxins before, during, or after surgery? Um, after, before surgery, well, I tried to do a detox before surgery and it kind of backfired and it was trying to detox my implants. So it put my body into full blown rashes. <laughs> so I definitely recommend getting, if someone's going through this, get the implants out first mm -hmm. and then wait four to six weeks and detox. So I, I went through you, of course, and, um, use your vitamins and supplements. And I did, um, infrared saunas. I did dry brushing. I ate, I actually got rid of gluten and lactose out of my diet completely for about two months. And that helped a lot too. Just yeah. ate really clean, natural, exercised, slept. You know, I just did the nat the things to stay healthy. <laughs> All <laughs> the things you need to do, yeah, to support natural yeah. detox in the body. Yes. That's the other thing I would say, you know, as somebody who works on detoxing patients for various reasons is that it's not enough to just have the tissue removed and have the implants in the capsule removed because this is systemic. By the time you're recognizing a body-wide, you know, decline of health and all these various symptoms, those toxins are all over. And what we know is that, you know, silicone and all the other, you know, what silicone breaks down to, they cause body-wide inflammation they're linked to hormone imbalances. They're a form of plastic. So they're endocrine disruptors. 
And those can also mimic estrogen, which can be linked to cancer. So we actually need to get Danielle Valores back on here because at the end of like over an hour and a half interview with her, because we could just riff all day long. It was like, oh my gosh, we didn't even talk about the links to cancer. And so I'm sure nobody said that to you. If doctors told women yeah. that silicone is linked to cancer and to kind of do their research, that would probably deter a lot of women from getting implants in the first place also, right? Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. That and painful mammograms. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I have a feeling neither are on the checklist that go with the black box warning either. No, I don't think so either. <laughs> but that's why we're bringing you real life experiences because these are the things that you need to be prepared for to make an educated decision. Okay, so how long did it take you after surgery to start feeling better and seeing a resolution of all those symptoms? Well, actually one week out, I had my energy levels back. My skin was clear. My brain fog almost all went away um, the first week. And then it took about, you know, up and down. I had waves up and down with my rashes. And at the four month mark, which was two months ago, my rashes totally disappeared. That's and awesome. they, they may come back. They may be, you know, I heard they do come back. It takes like, I think it, I heard it takes one month for every year you had implants. So it could take two years, yeah. but so far I'm two months totally rash free. And it's like amazing. It's the best really thing. Good. Yeah. Well, and all the other things you're doing are helping facilitate that. So, you know, when you say one month for every year, it's also yes, that, like, true. that's if you're just not doing anything and yeah, letting time nothing. heal. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's incredible. One week out after like 25 years of like all this stuff going on. Some women are even reporting that literally like post-op, they're not even out of the, out of the recovery room and they wake up and like, they're like pain gone, brain fog gone. Like they can just tell immediately that they feel better. It's yeah, I took a, I took a picture of myself. Like I was still, you know, worn out laying on the sofa, my picture, my eyes looked like white again. My fit, my face looked like it was just the rashes instantly went away within 24 hours too. It's crazy. Yeah. My face. That's great. And so I just want to say, this is the audio version of the podcast. If you're listening on a podcast platform, if you want to see Jackie's before and after pictures and the rashes, because I think that's real life for women too, to be like, oh, that does look like something that I feel, you know, it is eerie. <laughs> it is eerie. We'll put the link um, under the show notes also for the YouTube version where you can see the video, which will include the graphics and the photos that Jackie's you know, it's thank you also for being vulnerable and willing to put that out there and share it. I'm happy to help people out. And that's what I'm here for. Yeah. I can help one person, you know, you know what to do next or not get implants. I'm, I'm here. Yeah, I hear you. No, that's awesome. Yeah. So let's talk about the decision making. Like, do you want to just talk about, I know this is another vulnerability point, but like it is an emotional decision, you know, like women make a decision to get them for body conscious reasons, you know, you're in the fitness industry, of course, and you have an online business and people see you and you're modeling your body. So how hard is it then to be like worried about what you're going to look like or body image after removing that? <laughs> it's very scary. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's why I went back and forth on it forever. I'm like, do I really want to take this risk and get my implants removed and then have you know, flat chest and, and mm -hmm. saggy and who knows what's going to happen to me after that. And um, yeah. it's just scary not knowing, mm -hmm. but at the point, my symptoms were so bad. My rashes were so bad. I didn't have a choice. I did everything else possible. And I just, that's my last thing to turn to was take the implants out. Right. Exactly. And my health, is, and my health is worth more than my looks at that point. 
<laughs> yeah. And I think that's important. And sometimes I think you don't realize that until after. So I thought like it would be encouraging for women to see you're still beautiful. You know, she's still an image of health and fitness. She's glowing. There's other things that make you beautiful, like your personality and your gifts and your talents. And, you know, there's other ways that you can shine. Right. I, I totally agree. Yes. Yeah. If I could just do over what I did when I was 25 years old. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. And maybe that's a part of it too, right? You know, like you're settled and you have a husband and you have a lot more confidence and experience than when you made the decision at 25 to get him put in. So you're not, you know, you're probably more ready to confront that now than the younger version of yourself was. Yeah, I totally agree too. And I'm not pro-plastic surgery or really against plastic surgery, but there are so many options now out there. I wanted to mention there's fat transfer. There's, um, which, you know, still there's risk with surgery. But there's a lift and fat transfer that's also an option for people who want something to better their appearance without having to put a foreign object in their body. Exactly. Or I was going to ask you about that, like reconstruction. There's other things. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I didn't do any of that. I didn't have enough fat to transfer and I didn't have enough lift to lift. So. I know. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> so okay. You might have to borrow fat from a friend. <laughs> I don't know if they could do that. No. <laughs> Somebody from somewhere could probably do anything. I'm trying to get that donated, but no, that won't work. <laughs> so you kind of already answered my question. Like, what would you say to women who are considering getting implants or who haven't yet figured out their ongoing health issues? You said kind of just do your research. Were there some resources that were super helpful to you? You mentioned the Facebook group. Was there any other things that you came across that were like helped you form an opinion? Well, I would find a doctor like you, a natural doctor that's going to help walk you through that you can meet with once every week or two. And otherwise you're just kind of left on your own. That um, Traditional doctors are not going to put you the right path. They're going to give you all kinds of drugs and, and things that aren't natural. Mm -hmm. I just recommend find someone that's a naturopath doctor, a functional medicine doctor that's going to walk you through step-by-step step how to detox afterwards. Yeah, absolutely. Because we did have bumps in the roads and ups and downs, and we had to make the decision to slow things down and increase yeah. drainage and facilitate the body's like, you know, open channels and pathways to facilitate that and then finish the thing, you know, finish the process once the surgery was done. Some yeah. women can't even do the surgery. There's some women that are so sick that by doing the surgery will put them into a healing crisis. And so some women have to just clean things up and improve their health and their diet and the oh, overall gosh. inflammation scenario in their body before they can even fathom surgery too. So every case is unique and different. Absolutely. Yeah. I think you do need an expert. I think it's smart. It's, it's dangerous. I mean, you're detoxing major chemicals, you know, and these chemicals also attract bugs. So like you might not just be detoxing silicone. You might be detoxing parasites, yeast, fungus, mold, bacteria. It just sets up an environment where other things can grow and settle in the body. So you know, people that buy online detox kits and try to DIY it, a lot of times they end up coming yeah. to us anyway because they're detoxing way too fast and they're having a healing crisis and they're even more miserable. So if that is you, I would just say, you know, call us. We can find somebody in your area. We can work with you virtually. There's things that can be done even just to have a little bit of guidance. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Totally Any great. other resources that were helpful for you? Um, I would just say Facebook, I found the name of that group. Facebook groups, I think are just very, I, I mean, there's so many great ones out there too. And the one that I recommend highly is called breast implant illness, rejuvenation and education with Christina. So I'll send okay. you. Yeah. So, send me the link. Yeah. 
and just find people, find people that have similar situation as you message them and people are happy to help out. I mean, if they've gone through it, they're happy to help somebody else get through it too. So it's totally true. Yeah. Well, and you said in your bio, like in the very beginning, I can't tell you how many times I hear this over and over. Like when I say like, how did you find out about BII? How did you start to put the pieces together and paint the picture? And I put, I literally wrote like heard from a friend, like, or a friend and another friend and another friend, like sometimes you're in disbelief and you're like, has anybody else like heard of this? Am I the only one? Are we the only two? Are we the only three? So, you know, community. There are so good. many people, once you get into a Facebook community, you're going to you're gonna be shocked how many people are out there that have the same kind of situation as you, uh, people yeah. going through this as well. Absolutely. And Crazy. I know in my community of natural healers, like me and other practitioners are seeing it on repeat. Everybody that I know, all my colleagues have at least a handful of patients who have had explant. Mm -hmm. at least. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And when, when I'm going to my normal doctors now, like OBGYN or primary care physician, I'm kind of educating them now. I'm like, this is what happened. Look for this. And they're kind of didn't know either. They never heard of it either, which is shocking. <laughs> I mean, a doctor yeah. has a, sort of a breast implant illness. Right. So exactly. Everybody. I agree with you. Um, so we have the pictures. We'll share all of the links. And then Jackie, do you want to talk a little bit about your business and how you help women be fit and healthy? Sure. Um, I'm a personal trainer, but I decided to do, I worked at a gym for a year and it was just the hours. My kids were young at the time and the hours are crazy. So, and people actually didn't have the money to spend at a gym. They'd rather work out at home with their time constraints and money constraints. So I started working from home, teaching people, you know, healthy nutrition, healthy fitness, and giving them a program to work on. And I'm here to support them along the way and motivate them, give them recipes and all that fun stuff. So I've been doing it. eight years and I'm still doing it. <laughs> Well, and it's a really neat because how how has your journey helped your business or helped you to help people in a different way now? Oh gosh, it's just I, I just think about more of the natural approaches now to everything now. I mean, mm -hmm. there's no quick fix with medicine. There's it's just a, a natural approach, and there's a solution for everything in the natural way. Exactly. Like eating, I mean, eating has a huge but difference in it too. What you eat, what you put in your body. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know, food, food is healing. It should be. We say that quote, you know, food could be your biggest, like your best um, healer or your worst enemy or your Absolutely. biggest toxin or poison. So it's like, yes. that yes. is what you're made of. What you eat is literally the quality of your cells and your ability to heal and get well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, not that you did it on purpose and put your body through all of that to be able to help, but I do believe everybody's journey, you know, your struggles can be your biggest testimony and using your story to help others is like probably the closest form of why God put us on this earth, right? Yes. <laughs> You're li like living, breathing, walking testimonial. Yes. So thank you so much. I really appreciate you again, sharing your story. Any last things you want to share well, I did want to mention one thing when I thought I was going to meet you in person today I put my I have I have my old implants I I wanted the doctor to get back to me so I actually have them so I put them in my car and I picked them up and they actually have leaked since I took and removed I weighed oh them gosh. they were five pounds when I had them removed and I weighed them today they're like two pounds do you want to hold them up do you have them right there I do <laughs> wait I'm gonna take a selfie with you with them yeah. But they, they actually leak inside the bags. It's so weird. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> and Daniel Valores talked about that. The the study that they do for safety, I don't know, it's some kind of like animal fluid that they put them in and they only put them in there for like, I don't know. I don't even know if it's for a week. And then they say if they didn't leak, they're safe, but it's not a real life <laughs> environment. That's Have insane. you heard that? 
Yeah, I heard her interview, part of that interview this morning. I was listening to it. Yeah. Okay, so here's one. If you can tell it leaked a little bit, it should be full of full of saline. And look at the other one. Look at that one. <laughs> yeah, the picture I sent you this morning of after my surgery, they were full. And I don't know how they would have leaked in a bag in my cabinet, just sitting there. It makes me wonder, like things happen for a reason. I think I got them out right in time. <laughs> oh my goodness, that is quite a visual. Yeah, That's visual. it's probably because of heat, you know, like if they were in the well, car, my house, though, in a cabinet, there knows, no, oh, my body, you mean? No, I meant in the car. No, oh, no, I had him in the car for, for like, just for 10 seconds. Oh. <laughs> I would have put him in there real quick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So if you guys, if you're, if women, you're only listening to this, go back and listen to session one, because obviously I'm not quoting Danielle accurately as far as time and, you know, safety and all the data, but like they are deemed safe, not in a real life environment. And so that's how they're allowed to like put them out and continue to use them, even though, and now that there's the black box warning, you know, they haven't changed the consistency of the implants or gone back to the harder version because women don't want those. They're not lifelike. Yeah, know? exactly. But even yeah. if they do get saline, saline is not just saline. It's made of silicone. So yeah, the outside it. shell is always silicone. Yeah. Okay, well, thank you. That was super informative. I think that you are going to help more than one woman. So it was worth it for sure. And you guys want more information, um, stay tuned for the series. There's going to be at least four interviews. And then if you would like to, if you're in the Jacksonville area and you want to learn more just about preventative breast health, um, our health fair is here at Health by by I can't talk. It's here at Health by Design on October 29th. It's the Saturday of um, October Halloween weekend, and it's from 10 to 2. So at 10 o'clock when we open, I'm going to do maybe an hour presentation on just general breast health. Um, so it doesn't matter if you have cancer or you're at a risk for cancer or you have implants or not. It's for all women. This is information across the board that is so critical for women to get. So we'll talk about that from 10 to 11. And then we have a vendor style health fair with all different breast health experts. The thermography um, company will be here. They're gonna be providing information, but then from I think 2.30 to 6 after the health fair, they're actually doing thermography scans. We've got CBD, our standard process reps, um, people that do beauty that is healthy so that you're not putting these phthalates and toxins and carcinogens on your body and absorbing it into the skin. Just all sorts of goodies that we've compiled for women. Uh, we do this every year. It's our sixth or seventh annual breast health fair. So we encourage if you're in the Jacksonville area to come and see us on October 29th. And thank you again, Jackie. Thank you, Christy. You're so welcome. and how you feel on a daily basis directly impact your mental, emotional, and spiritual health. We will help you reprogram your way of thinking and be on a plan that works for your body instead of against it. It is time to rewrite the false belief that health abnormalities are normal and that it just is what it is. You do not have to live with feeling less than 100%. We invite you to take a serious look at how you feel on a day-to-day -day basis. Is what you're doing working? 
Do you want to learn how to live a more holistic life that's still enjoyable and fun? The 90-10 lifestyle can be the bridge from subpar results to the vibrant and abundant lifestyle that you've been looking for. So click the link by this video so you can get started today. We truly, truly know that this program can change your life. We'll see you on the inside.